Good day, poker peeps. My name is Sky, and thank you for spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and action taking. So in today's episode, I'm going to help you analyze your quarterly statistics and win rates to find areas of opportunity that you need to work on to move that needle on your poker journey the most. To help you get all you can out of this episode, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 427. That's where you can get the quarterly statistics and win rates tracker you're about to hear me discuss. And this episode comes out February 1st. Now, if you're looking to get the most, to make the most of your 2023 poker journey in online poker, you have to become a member of thepokerforge.com. From right now, February 1st through February 5th of 2023, you can save 30% on an annual PokerForge membership. That's like paying just $34 a month for top-notch world-class microstakes cash game uh, online poker training. This is what you need to make the most out of 2023. Go to thepokerforge.com right now and take advantage of 30% off annual deal and save $177. Okay, without further ado, let's uh, do this. Gambate! Oh, it's a trap, right? Yeah, I don't much care. Good. Just as long as we're all in agreement. Let's kill him properly this time. So the first step in the process is getting this quarterly statistics and win rates tracker that you can see on the screen right now. Just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 427. You can get it at the top of that page. Once you get it, pop it open. You're going to see there's a two tabs, the quarter one with my numbers on it, but then there's a blank tab. You're simply going to go through and now open up Poker Tracker 4 and filter. This is step one in the entire process. Filter in Poker Tracker 4 for each of the last three months. This episode's getting released uh, in February 2023. So the last three months were November 22, December 22, and January 2023. So you can see I filled out all those numbers, starting with the statistics section up top, win rates down below. And then I did it for the entire quarter since November 1st of 2022, right? Now, if you know how to find your own statistics and win rates in Poker Tracker 4, piece of cake, pause the video, do it right now before we continue on to starting uh, to looking at analyzing numbers and going through the rest of the steps in this, right? But if you don't know how to, to find these numbers in Poker Tracker 4 for yourself, there's a link in the description down below to a video where I show you exactly within Poker Tracker 4 how to get all of these numbers. Piece of cake, pause the video, go there, uh, fill out the form, and then come back to this one. All right, so now that you've found all of your numbers, we're going to start by analyzing your statistics. This is step two in the process. The first thing is, are you satisfied with your volume, your winnings, or your total win rate, right? So take a look month by month how much you've been playing and your winnings altogether. November, I played only 1,600 hands. Not happy with that, but I made up for it in December and January with 7,300 hands December. Uh, about 6,000 hands in January. Loving that for a full quarter of 14,800 hands, almost 5,000 on average per month. And I really like that volume. My total winnings, $75 up total. My total win rate, positive 9.5 big blinds per 100 hands. I really like that. Now, in November, I was down negative 7.4 big blinds per 100. In December, up to 20. And in January, almost kind of flatlined at positive 1.3. But overall, for the entire quarter, loving that 9.5 big blinds per 100 hands. 
Now, the next thing you want to do is take a look at your statistics because your statistics are calculated based on your tendencies, right? The more you open raise, the higher that raise for sin is going to be. The more you call two bets, the higher your calling percentages are going to be, right? So ask yourself, does any statistic stand out as an obvious area to work on? Now, for me, potentially looking at my three bet, in November, I was at 12% but I was playing a raise or fold game only, pretty much. I mean, I called just a little bit here, a raise or fold only, so I wasn't, I wasn't calling that much. My three bet uh, skyrocketed to 12%. But then in December, 4% three bet. January, 6.2%. So I'm getting to where I want to be. Ultimately, the goal is 7 to 8% or so, right? You want to look for month-to-month trends and changes, figure out why, what's happening. Like I said, uh, November was a raise or fold only for the most part kind of month. The next thing, imagine your stats were your opponent's stats. And this is what you do while you're playing online poker, right? You look at somebody's HUD, the different statistics, and you realize, oh, he's weak in this area. I can exploit him by doing this. When he does this, I can do this and he's going to fold. Whatever the exploits are by looking at HUD stats. Well, your HUD stats tell opponents how to exploit you. So now analyze your stats as if you were a player. And I could see uh, particularly my C-bet the flop on average for the quarter, it's 67%. I love that rate. Two out of every three flops, I'm C-betting. But on the turn, it's 52%. Now, going from 67% on the flop to 52% on the turn, it's not the worst turn honesty kind of statistics I've ever seen. But... Players who are paying attention, um, who are tracking my stats, they know that I'm the player that they can easily call on the flop quite often. And as soon as I check the turn, they're going to bet to take it away because I'm kind of turn honest. It's something I want to work on. Maybe I'd like that a little bit closer to where I'm C-betting the flop 67%, but on the turn, maybe 55, 57%, only a 10% decrease right there. So I probably need to find better, um, or I need to, I should say, I probably need to uh, pull the trigger on some turn double barrel bluffs and double barrels for value as well. Now, take note of the areas that you need to work on to be less exploitable. In column G of the tracker, you'll see a notes column. Just put some notes there, you know, whatever you need to work on, take note of it. You can also whip out that poker journal, add your notes there, however you need to, so you know exactly what you need to be working on over the next month. So after analyzing the statistics, step three is to analyze your win rates. So scroll on down to the second half of the sheet right here. You know, you want to first look for any ugly, negative, and red numbers, right? Analyze your winnings and look for persistent leaks month after month. And I definitely have one that I want to look into. My call to bet on the button. In November, I was at negative 700 big blinds per 100 hands. In December, negative 93. In January, negative 226. A total for the quarter, calling on the button. Remember, this is the best position, and calling's got to be better than folding because if I would have folded all these calls, my win rate would be at zero when calling, right? I wouldn't have had, I would have no losses whatsoever. So calling has to be better than folding if you're making good decisions. My win rate for the quarter is negative 159 big blinds per 100 hands. That means through the last three months, every time I called on average, I lost 1.59 big blinds. This is absolutely an area I need to work on. I got to figure out what is going on. Why are these losses so persistent? Month after month, I'm losing money. Whereas if I had folded them all, I wouldn't have lost any money. I wouldn't have made any money, but wouldn't have lost, thereby having that um, higher bankroll, uh, higher winnings, and a higher overall win rate if I could avoid 
making some bad calls right there, right? So that's obviously a spot to look at. Now, when you find an area to look at, also take a look, reference the statistics related to those persistent leaks. What are you doing wrong? If we take a look at my call two bet on the button, in November, it was 0.9. Like I said, I was doing a razor fold mostly for the month. Maybe I made two or three calls right here. In December, 4% calling. That's not too bad. It's quite low. And December, 3%. So how is it that I'm calling so infrequently, but I'm still losing money right here? This is definitely an area. If you look at just those statistics, I should be making money when calling because it looks like I'm choosing just maybe the best opportunities I'm infrequently calling. But why am I losing money? That's the key thing to, to look at, right? Take note of the areas that you need to work on to plug your leak so you know exactly what you need to work on, like I said before, for this upcoming month. All right, so now that we've taken a look at our statistics and win, win, win rates and found some trouble areas, it's time to review hands from those troubling areas. This is step four in the process. You wanna start with big losing hands and study or review 20 to 30 hands to find those mistakes. So let's take a look at my database in Poker Tracker 4 right now, right? Since November 11th, I played that 14,800 hands total. Let's filter specifically for calling preflop 2-bet. And let's look at on the button right here. You can see I called 37 times. The worst offender was I called with an ace-king offsuit. Why would I call with ace-king? Why not 3-bet at the time? But the only way to really understand what I'm possibly doing wrong is by analyzing the hand, right? Okay, so let's get to step five in this process. Now, I know there's eight steps, plus there's a ton of looking at numbers and filtering through Poker Tracker 4 and going through hands. It is, it for, for somebody who's new to analyzing stats and win rates, this could be a daunting process, right? But after you do it for this quarter for the first time, at the next month, you do it for another quarter. The month after that, you do it for another quarter. You're going to get so much quicker, so much faster, so much better at looking your stat, looking at your stats and win rates and figuring out where your problem areas lie. So please stick with it. Don't let these eight steps and all these numbers deter you from improving your game. So step five right here, create a list of opportunities for you to work on. Maybe you are analyzing your stats and win rates and you figure that, hey, I'm losing so much when calling preflop. So you need to improve your preflop calls. That's the first thing. Maybe you also realized I'm super turn honest when c-betting. Well, you need to learn to double barrel more. Maybe you also realized why am I losing so much when I call rivers? So you need to learn river calling strategies. That's three things right there. Also, you realize, hey, why is my small blind calling win rate negative 249 big blinds per 100 hands? If I had folded them all, I'd be at negative 50. I 5X'd my losses because of my calls in the small blind, right? So the fourth thing, you need to learn to play well in the small blind. And the fifth thing, maybe you realize you hardly ever three bet. Well, you need to learn how and when to three bet bluff. So write those five things, whatever they are, your opportunities in your poker journal or directly on the tracker right here. Alrighty, so once you have your list of areas to work on, you want to put them in order of importance with the most frequent situations um, at the top of the list. And it's probably going to be your pre-flop spots, right? So those list of five items, if I put them in order, I would want to improve my pre-flop calls first. Learn to play well in the small blind second. Learn how and when to three-bet bluff as the third thing to work on. 
Learn to double barrel more would be the fourth thing, right? So we're starting to look. We went from pre-flop stuff to now uh, flop and turn items. And then, of course, lastly, number five, learn river calling strategies. Because, of course, every hand sees pre-flop. You've got to work pre-flop before you work flop, before you work turn, and then ultimately before you work the river. So now that you have your areas to work on, in order, starting with number one, get to work, right? This is step seven in the process. You're going to cover one item at a time, work down your list, starting with that number one. So you're going to begin improving your pre-flop calls. So you're simply going to study and play with purpose. I've talked about this in plenty of other podcasts. I'll dive into it just real quick. Go online, go on Google, go on YouTube, um, whip open your favorite book, right? Find something to learn from that will teach you strategies around that area of focus. Take notes on it, whether you're watching a video, listening to a podcast, reading an article, reading from your book. Take notes on what you learn so that you can use those throughout the rest of the week as you practice with purpose and use those strategies in game. That's how you're going to turn yourself into the player that you want to be. Correct all these areas of opportunity, plug those leaks, and get some better results. So that's what you're going to do. Start with number one on your list. Now, you have the rest of this month right before you record your stats again. If you can only get through two items on your list, so be it. You're better off at the end of this month hitting two items with purposeful study and purposeful practice than you would trying to cram in all five at one time, right? Take your time, study something, practice it as often as you can on the felt before you study another item. Alrighty, it's the final step in this entire process. Step eight, you're going to repeat all of this next month. So let's just imagine you played with purpose. You were working on your game for all of February. It's now March 1st. Let's redo all this work for the prior quarter. So copy the tab. This is an Excel spreadsheet after all, right? Copy the tab. Click move or copy down here. Create a copy. Um, put it before this one and give it a new name. Maybe we can call this one quarter two, right? Now on this quarter, you're going to uh, repeat steps one and two, which are actually, or step one, filtering in your Poker Tracker 4 database. If we go like this and just copy all this data from columns uh, uh, D and E, copy it and paste it to C and D, just hit control V right there. Boom. You get all your data, December and January. And now column E is simply going to be February of 23. Clear all those cells, enter in your new data, enter in the new data for the full quarter, and then boom, you're going to repeat the process, analyze these new statistics, see how things developed now from December to January to February, right? Analyze those win rates, review troubling hands, uh, from all these troubling spots, create that list of opportunities, put them in order, get to work again for the next month of March. And then you're going to repeat this process every single month, analyze those quarterly numbers at the beginning of every next month, right? Now, if you really want to improve your game through the rest of 2023, you have to become a member of thepokerforge.com. Right now, from February 1st through February 5th, you get uh, 30% off an annual membership. That's like only paying $34 per month for an entire year, an entire year of Poker Forge training, which is going to turn you into the profitable online microstakes player that you want to be. I'll see you there, thepokerforge.com, 30% off annual until February 5th.